This is Smooth Talk. Join us at Klarna, the AI-powered global payments network and shopping assistant, as we unveil the innovations, trends, and remarkable stories driving the future of payments, shopping, and more. In the first episode, from humble beginnings to great heights, meet our co-founder and CEO, Sebastian Shematkowski, straight from the Smooth Week stage. Hello, everyone. Can I get a hello? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right. Yeah, it feels so amazing to be here. Um, the last time we did this was a few years ago, and there were definitely fewer people there. <laughs> as much as it is amazing to stand here today, you know what is truly amazing as well? Next year is my 20th year here, <laughs> and... Um, I tell you, you've been quite of a ride. It's not, well, it feels quite recent that I was sitting not too far over there in an apartment with two co-founders. And then, you know, suddenly tons of markets, countries, products, pivoting back and forth, valuations up and down. It's been quite a challenge. And even more so, those things you can read in the press. What you can't read is what it felt like. What you don't read is the fear I felt, how many times I was so afraid, how lost I felt, how confused I felt. And um, it has been truly such an interesting challenge those 20 years. One of the things that is a little bit more rare also that people don't realize is part of this experience has been to become split in two um, this is actually what happens when you become famous or well-known. Suddenly, there's a copy of you that kind of uses your words and has your images, but many times takes things totally out of context and you don't recognize it at all. That's been quite humbling experience. So that's why I'm so happy to be able to stand here today, no filters, seeing each one of you personally, being able to speak to you directly. And um, doing that, the first thing that comes to mind, and that's obviously thank you. It feels very humbling to have been given the attention of 4,000 people, even if it's just 15 minutes of your time. And I'm thankful for that. But I am even more thankful, and so is the management team and all the leaders of this company, of all your amazing contributions. And the fact that you have actually taken and decided to dedicate a small portion or a portion or sometimes a big portion of your life to this company and our cause. So then it obviously raises the question, what do we give in return? And that's something that I have been thinking about for a long period of time. So nothing feels more natural than try to give back the most precious gift that I've received. And um, in order to give you the context of that gift, I need to take you on a slight detour. Now, we go back to you know, 09 and 10, fairly long time ago, where I find myself in a fairly odd situation as a human being, because the company has done so well, I don't need to work anymore. It's a kind of odd thing to experience in your late 20s. And it obviously raises the question, why the hell am I here on this planet? And what am I supposed to do? And fortunately, there was another entrepreneur, his name was Steve Jobs. And he answered that question for me. We're here to put a dent in the universe, otherwise 
why else even be here? Now, I did realize this was a personal answer. Some other entrepreneurs I've met, you know, they had other answers. Some of them just wanted to chill. Some of them wanted to gather pennies on a stock. Some of them wanted to manage their reputation or just become even more popular among them friends. But to me, this was my answer. We're here to put a dent in the universe. However, that's not very concrete, is it? What does it actually mean? How do you do that? And I realized the answer to that, in my case, was get back and give back. And in order to uh, explain these two to you, I need to show you another picture that was sent. <laughs> now, this picture was sent by Nicholas, my co-founder, actually just last week when he read that we're back in black. And um, seeing that picture reminded me of the many conversations him and I had during our first 10 years. I mean, he worked at Klarna for 10 years. So during those first 10 years. And we were starting to realize what Klarna was becoming and what Klarna could become. And at that point of time, I said, this is so amazing. We're going to challenge the bank. Let's tear them down. Nicholas initially kind of seemed to go along with this, but eventually looked me in the eyes and said, that does not excite me at all. And um, obviously I became sad by this because I realized that was going to be the end of our 10-year journey together. But I also found it fairly natural considering his background and my background. Nicholas grew up in a fairly posh neighborhood in Uppsala. He had a very different background, academical parents, you know, very, very different than mine because that here, the banks down actually had an explanation. So in order to give you that explanation, I need to take you even further back in time and show you this. This is my parents and they loved us to death. However, there were quite tough circumstances. These were immigrants. They didn't speak the language. Our up upbringing was quite difficult. My father became unemployed. He drove a cab for a while. My mother had severe back issues and retired early. But more than that, there was a lot of stress in my house. It was truly an emotional roller coaster. My parents were quarreling and fighting, divorcing, getting back together and divorcing again. There was porcelain flying through the air. And inside of that, standing inside this, chaos was a child. And as a child, you have to ask yourself the question, who is causing all of this pain? Clearly, it could not be my parents, right? I mean, I adore them. They were flawless. So as I think back at it, I have a very different, vivid memory of who that enemy was, who was ruining our family life. And it's actually this. This is the mail slot in our door, not the real one, but just to show you the image. And through it were envelopes flying, white envelopes, which were debt. And they were piling up letters from banks, financial institutions, mail order companies, as my parents had borrowed too much, and eventually from debt collection. This became the explanation to me, the reason for our family life and the dysfunction of it. And it made me obsessed with the idea of crushing bank. And looking at things like this today, I must say that when I saw this a few months ago, I still get that feeling inside. 
It really gets me going. This money should stay with the families and the people. The 80 billion dollars. So I concluded me and Nicholas were different. And this obsession of crushing the banks, I have to admit to you, it is more than a business plan. It is personal. And I don't think we have a mission. I think we're on a mission. And we are going to get back at them. But obviously by 9 and 10 I had matured a little bit more. It couldn't all be just about getting back. I wanted to give back. And I've suddenly had the opportunity to support my parents financially. And that should solve all the problems and all the issues in my family. But it did not work. Giving back was hard. And despite the fact that I poured money on them, none of my parents automatically became happy. And family life did not improve. And I felt truly lost. Why? Why was that? So fortunately, Klarna had given me a different gift. It was the challenges and the obstacles that I had to overcome as being part of Klarna that started changing me and developing me. As part of that, I went to cognitive behavioral therapy. I got coaches. I went to psychiatrists. I started facing myself, my bad traits. And finally, I challenged and faced my biggest challenge in life my addiction to alcohol. I've been sober for 10 years. So it ended up, I ended up realizing that I had to confront myself and change or I had to fail. And I do encourage all of you to read those 12 steps sometimes that I had to go through as an AI, AA, sorry. <laughs> Too much AI on my brain, sorry guys. So do read those, they're very smart. And they're very thoughtful. But this also made me come back to that history of my family and the emotional roller coaster that my parents had taken me. How their lives was entirely controlled by their impulses. How they had lacked self-awareness and self-control. Because had they truly been forced to borrow that money? Did they actually have to yell and scream in front of us? Did the tough situation really use all of the things that they put me and my sister through because there have been others who've had similar or even tougher circumstances who did not put their kids through the same things again life answer this question because um, despite me giving back financially to my parents my father spiraled down blaming everything but himself and eventually perishing under alcohol however my mother took her destiny in her own hand. She went through five years of what in Sweden is called existential minimum, which is the cost you have to pay to get all your debt forgiven. She fought her back pains. She overcame her painkiller addiction. And today she controls her pain with her mind, which impresses me. So nine and 10, those years at Klona, <laughs> running to AA meetings while managing a growing bank, confronting those fears, overcoming those obstacles. It gave me meaning. It gave me content. I listen to that Pink Floyd song and I always say, I do not want to feel comfortably numb. And yes, lions in captivity live longer, but I want to be a free lion in the savannah. 
So the greatest gift I've give, been given and the biggest one that we can give back is give people, give all of you the opportunity to face challenges that trigger one to explore your full potential. So making that dent in the universe may obviously sound very attractive, but it doesn't come easy. Climbing Mount Everest and standing at the top may sound attractive, freezing your fingers less so. So to me, this has been the biggest reward to see people everyone here growing around us, seeing how you face and overcome challenges and many times surprising yourselves in what you can do. That confidence that that creates or even the happiness that that brings. And I genuinely believe that everyone has that potential. Sometimes life circumstances and timing may not align for it, but I believe everyone here can move mountains. And if we can stimulate you and tap into that, I believe we've given back. So I truly hope that every one of you and each one of you will experience Klarna as that. That will be your unique experience in life of being here. We all believe in you. Be brave acquire knowledge and skill. And in the light of this, the last 12 months has not been a curse, but a gift. Because I'm sorry to say, but you do not learn in comfort. And success is a really bad teacher. What you have done in the last 12 months is you have stepped up. You have confronted that challenge and you have delivered. And I really would like you to look around yourselves and look at yourselves and be proud. Be proud of yourselves, of your team, of all the people in here. You moved mountains. You have done the impossible. Now, fortunately, the journey does not end here. There are still banks to crush. There are profits to return to have families. And I promise you, there is a unique, interesting, really tough challenge for each one of you to face. We will support you, we will coach you, and occasionally we'll pile up and add to that challenge. It's time to go and make a dent in the universe together. But before we do that, it's time to celebrate. Mm -hmm.